When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I am Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a politics geek. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so... Don't leave too soon, I'm gonna teach you stuff, no it won't be tough, gonna go a year till you've had enough, it's 365. Today in 2009, Barack Obama was inaugurated as the 44th president of the United States. He was the first black president ever. Obama's journey to the Oval Office was shorter and more accelerated than many of the veteran Washington politicians who ended up being president. In just 2005, Obama was a first-time senator looking for an apartment to rent in Washington, D.C. By 2009, he was the incumbent president of the United States. That's quite the journey. How did he do it? Let's reverse. Obama built an effective grassroots campaign in an unprecedented amount of time. He had incredibly dedicated volunteers, and they worked on the ground to get out talking to people instead of digital campaigning that we've become so used to in the years since. But they also utilized digital organizing in ways that we had not seen at the time, making a perfect blend of person-to-person and internet-to-person within a campaign. One of the ways that the Obama team used data in new ways was to use it for research of the electorate versus relying on pundits and news commentators. They also used technology to communicate quickly with their volunteers in ways that were, at the time, new for the election campaigns. Obama was once a community organizer himself, and that experience made him confident that this was a great way to connect with voters. The campaign headquarters in Chicago trained every volunteer and kept a streamlined process so that everyone was equally ready to talk to voters in the field. Before his time in the Senate and run for president, he had organized Project Vote, an initiative to register tens of thousands of black voters. His work helped Carol Mosley Braun become the first black woman elected to the Senate. During that time, he also worked as a lawyer on civil rights issues, meaning that by the time he ran for president, he had a diverse array of experiences despite his relative youth compared to other candidates. He'd been an Illinois state senator since 1996 and was known for his campaign finance legislation, giving health care to poor families and criminal justice reform. Obama is a natural-born orator and storyteller. He used this to connect with voters and potential voters as he began the campaign trail. He also used his skill to create a unified message within his campaign. Part of being a great storyteller is having a solid through line that everything you say connects back to. Every time the campaign had a new talking point, be it climate change or healthcare or voter registration, he made sure that everyone all the way from the top advisors and advertisements down to the workers on the street were sending out the same message. In July 2004, Barack Obama gave the keynote address at the Democratic National Convention. In this speech, his storytelling skills combined with his political background to tell the tale of his unique coming of age combined with a theme that Americans are connected in ways that transcend politics. 
The speech made his earlier memoirs hit the bestseller list, and between that speech and his ascendancy to the U.S. Senate, he quickly became a well-known name in the Democratic Party rather than a random newcomer. He took a press trip to Kenya that helped to elevate him as an international figure and published a second memoir. He announced at the Old State Capitol in Springfield, Illinois in 2007 that he would make a 2008 run for president. The thing that everyone remembers about Obama's 2008 campaign is his core tenet of change. He came out swinging over favored Democratic candidate Hillary Clinton, and although the primary race was tight between the two, as we now know, Obama came out on top. He was the first Black American to be the nominee of a major party for president and went up against Republican Senator John McCain in the race. Obama's grassroots spirit kept up throughout the entire campaign. He refused federal financing for his campaign and instead raised millions of dollars mostly in small donations. He focused on organizing in battleground states that were key to beating a Republican to the presidency. The young, up-and-coming artist Shepard Ferry created the iconic Hope poster that set the tone for his campaign. At first, the artist and the print were being graffitied and passed around without association with the Obama campaign, and their eventual acceptance and adoption of this image represented a core part of their campaign, working with the people and accepting the many different ways in which people can offer support. Of course, Obama went on to win that election with 53% of the popular vote and 365 electoral votes, much more than the 270 needed to win. Hundreds of thousands of people came to Washington, D.C. on January 20th, 2009 to view Obama's inauguration, and just like that, history was made. The biggest piece of history was definitely Obama becoming the first black president, but he was a unique president in many other ways as well. He was the first president to be born in Hawaii. He was not only well-traveled, but also well-versed in the foods of the world. While in Indonesia, he tried snake meat and roasted grasshopper, but his favorite meal is a little closer to home. It's his wife Michelle's shrimp linguine, and his own favorite meal to cook for himself is chili. One surprising food he doesn't like is ice cream. He worked at a Baskin-Robbins as a teen and got sick of the frozen treat. He also doesn't drink coffee and rarely drinks alcohol. I guess that's how you get the discipline to be president. I definitely am not willing to give up coffee. Today, in 1997, a miracle was made at the intersection of music and food. Ben and Jerry's beloved purveyor of all things ice cream and more introduced... Fish Food, a new flavor named after the rock band Fish. Fish Food consisted of chocolate ice cream, marshmallows, caramel, and fish-shaped fudge. Both Ben and & Jerry's and Fish hail from Vermont, so it was truly a match made in heaven. Fish is known for their extended jams and hours-long shows. Fish fans are one of the most dedicated groups in music, known to travel hours for shows and seeing the band hundreds of times. They definitely deserve their own ice cream flavor. The band members even worked with Ben and Jerry to come up with the recipe for the ice cream. Part of the royalties from fish food go to environmental causes in Vermont's Lake Champlain watershed. Chocolate that's good for the environment? Sign me up. Today, we have a very special musical guest. We have Ella Jane, who is one of my favorite artists currently. She is incredible. Her song, Nothing Else I Could Do, is one of my all-time favorite tracks from 2020. It was on my Spotify wrapped. It's still on my playlist today. She has her new song, August is a Fever, out now. And we're TikTok mutuals. (laughs) So here she is to talk to you about her life. Hi, everyone. My name is Ella Jane, and today is January 20th, 2021. On this day last year, I received one of the final masters of my very first single, The City. I began recording it in November, right around my 18th birthday, at a local studio. 
While sending in my college applications, I snuck in a session every few weeks until the song finally came together. That process, although I had no clue would be my last time in a recording studio for about eight months, changed my life. It sparked a love for production and a realization that this is really what I want to do with my life. I released The City independently on February 20th, exactly a month after receiving that master. Over the following months, in the midst of all the global chaos and a senior year that had been condemned to Zoom classes and a drive-through graduation, I witnessed something I never would have imagined possible that first day in the studio, an audience full of people of all different ages and backgrounds who loved my music and resonated with what I had to say. The support that the city garnered and the kindness that came with it gave me a reason to keep making and putting out music. So, and saying this reluctantly, so knock on wood, I can't wait to see what 2021 has in store. And now for our final segment of the day, I'm going to be going back into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a January 20th in my life. January 20th, 2020, I was in LA working on Dawn, the EP Dawn, you know, by that girl MXM tune that's so cool and poggers. Um, I was at one of my dear friend's houses Alexander 23, uh, we were working on used to you and I have video clip of me sitting bopping my head along being really excited about the beat that he was producing out. We were sitting inside of his studio space and just playing the beat. This video, I'm literally just bopping my head back and forth being really excited. I think I sent it to my parents because I was so pumped. But yeah, I wrote Used to You and made it with Alexander on the 20th of January, 2020. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you tomorrow. If you don't mind, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and follow at 365 Days MXM Tune on your preferred social media platforms. It's 365 with MXM Tune every day so don't leave too soon i'm gonna teach you stuff no it won't be tough gonna go a year till you've had enough it's three six